Dude, so how long has it been since I recorded my last? February 16th. Holy shit. So over a month. God damn. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Oriana Radio. My name is Christian Oriana. And back again for a check-in on the Coachella Shred. Now, the only issue with that is that it's been over a month. And I probably should have checked in a couple more times. But let me tell you guys that what I've been doing has just been something that I've never done before. And the experience has been just something else, guys. But So today I woke up. And it is the beginning of the eighth week of my uh, Coachella shred. And the total amount of the shred, the duration is uh, nine weeks. Now, if you guys recall the last episode I recorded, I mentioned that Map Split, which is the program that I'm running now, is actually 12 weeks, but I cut it down into nine weeks. And it's been fucking hell. So, for example, today... Sunday, I took my dog for a walk this morning, made breakfast, and why I bring that up is because I don't normally go on a walk, but because of this program that I've been running, I have to go on walks because the step count on this program has gone from 8,000 steps to 12,000 steps to now 16,000 steps a day. And you may ask yourself, Christian, have you been hitting that? Yes, I have, but it's been fucking intense, dude. Um, But, I mean, I'm happy that I'm still going through it. And it's, like I said, it's been an experience like no other. So to kind of give you guys uh, the update as of right now, right? It's a nine-week program. About to start my eighth week. Actually, just I did the workout today for the beginning of this eighth week. But total off days I've had is only five days off, like, and that's like off as in not going to the gym. And my cheat meals that I've had or like cheat days have been about three, with the exception of like last weekend. I had like pretty much the whole weekend. I was kind of, I took the foot off the gas just because I've been feeling kind of like a little like carb anxious i don't know if that's the right word or just like i get like kind of moody with my carbs and stuff because they've been so low and i've been trying to make them like you know uh as low as possible to get the scale to move and so mentioning that um the last time i weighed myself was on when was it actually yesterday i weighed myself this was post cheat meal on friday i weighed in at 176 the lowest I've ever weighed during this whole shred has been 173, and that was on the 14th of March. And for some reason, my body has just stuck there at 173, 174 is where I'm fluctuating. Now, the good thing about that, though, is, well, not a really good thing in my eyes because the number is fucking with me and the fact that the scale isn't moving, but I have been slimming down. I have been losing body fat but you know when that number on the scale isn't moving it's kind of hard to keep convincing yourself that you're actually doing the right thing and that's just a lot of the fucking mental game right and it's just it's it's been fucking wild guys honestly um and speaking on that well i've been shooting with the transitions today but so diet let's talk about diet so my diet 
uh, leading up to like these last three weeks has been both consistent and inconsistent at the same time. And reason why I say that is because I've been logging every fucking day on my fitness pal. But the thing about logging on my fitness pal is that not everything you eat is going to be on there. One and and two, uh, when you're eating home cooked meals, so despite them being clean, you can't really weigh them out. Like you, especially if you're not the one cooking them sometimes. So that's that's one thing to keep in mind. And um, like other things that I don't really have control over is like what happens on the weekend per se, because I still have to have a life while I'm doing this whole thing. Um, so that kind of leads me to believe that because of the inconsistencies in the diet, that might be why uh, I'm not seeing the, the scale move really. Not to say that I go off the deep end when the weekend does hit, but of course, when you get down to the lower body fat percentage, it's obvious that obvious that it's going to take a little bit more to get that that scale to move when it's just that pesky little bit of fat that you're trying to get rid of. So, I mean, while it has been consistent Monday through Friday, a little maybe the inconsistencies are is what's holding me back. I mean, what is being consistent is like the macros, right? Which is like at least 160 to 170 grams of protein a day. Uh, carbs are like, you know, on the lower side because I'm fasting. Um, I'm fasting a lot. So I'm just trying to keep them low and keep them more so depending on the kind of lift that I'm going to be doing. And uh, what has been consistent is my water. My water is always like, I have this giant hydro flask. Shout out Day Day. Um, my cousin for getting me that. I have this giant hydro flask. It's about 64 ounces that I drink pretty much at least one and a half of those to two a day of, of that water. So that's been pretty consistent. My vitamins, creatine, pre-workout, um, all that's been pretty much on point. And uh, shout out my little brother. He actually gave me the rest of his ghost because has been doing him well. So he gave me that. So now I for sure have pre-workout for the next lat for these next three weeks or two weeks. Um, so let me see what else I have in my notes here that I wanted to talk about. Um, I guess starting from the top of the list here, my fasting. So for the most part, I try to fast for like at least 12 hours when I do plan on fasting for that next day. And so let's say my usual routine is like I'll stop eating at around 4 o'clock in the office. I hit the gym from 5 to 8 pretty much. And then afterwards I, I won't have any dinner. And so I won't eat again until like probably like 8, 8 a.m. the next day. Yeah, about 8 a.m. the next day. So that's a little bit over 12 hours. So 4 p.m. to 4 a.m., 6, 7, 8. So that's about 12, 13, 14, 15 hours. So like a 15 to 16 hour fast pretty much is what I'm doing. Um, and the cool thing about the fasting is that, you know, in the morning I'll wake up and I'll be more thirsty than hungry. So I'll just drink a little bit of water. And then I'm pretty much straight. Like, if I just have like a cup of coffee on my drive to work or a cup of coffee when I'm in the office, I can pretty much maintain the fast and it feels, it actually feels a little bit better to have an empty stomach in the beginning of the day versus waking up and trying to fit in like 50 grams of protein right off the bat in the morning. But it, I don't always like to fast because I want to obviously keep my, my body guessing. So I won't always do that. But for the most part, I do end up doing that most mornings, I would say. So my, my feeding window would be from like 8 to 4 p.m. 
And so what my diet's been consisted of for the, for probably, I would say, at least the past month has been like protein oatmeal, uh, shit ton of water, black coffee with just like, uh, like Splenda, so like zero sugar Splenda or whatever. And then for lunch, I've been eating flame broiler like crazy when I don't pack, like have a packed lunch. And uh, I've become one of those people, guys, that take walks like in the middle of the day now too. So the way I'll, I usually time it at work is like, I'll eat from like 11 to 11.30 and I'll be like in my cube or like doing work or whatever. And so for that half hour, I'm still technically working. And then from 11.30 to about one o'clock, I'll, I'll like leave the office and go on a walk to like a random park or like there's a lot of walking trails um, near the office. So I'll just go ahead and do those. And I try to get at least two miles in. And before I started this, this uh, third phase of, of map split, which requires 16,000 steps, when I was doing my, my middle of the day walks, that would actually put me right at 12,000 steps at the end of my workout for that day without having to do like much extra cardio than what I was already doing. So, you know, that would be like my walking, normal day-to-day walking in the office, plus a two-mile walk at lunch, plus what I do walking around at the gym and like maybe 20 minutes of cardio and I'd hit like 12,000 steps and be fine. But for like this last whole week, it's been a fucking struggle. 16,000 steps comes out to about eight miles a day. And so that's about 2000 steps for every mile. Right. So what I have to do is like, as soon as I fucking wake up, I'll throw my watch on and, you know, walk around the house, get ready, whatever, go to the office. I try to stand up all day cause I have an ergonomic desk and then I'll go ahead and go on my at least two mile to three mile walk now in the middle of the day with trying not to get fucking sweaty. Right. And then I'll go ahead and go to the gym and then do like a half hour on the elliptical or even like preface the workout with a mile walk and then still have to do like that half hour on the elliptical plus another 20 to 30 minutes of walking and or running on the treadmill. Like this week I tried to run and tell me why my fucking hips started hurting and my ankles started hurting because I haven't ran in such a long time. And it wasn't that I didn't have like the endurance to do so. It's just that I haven't been running for like at least the last two years or some shit it's been that long so getting to sixteen thousand daily steps has been a fucking struggle since the 18th of march and with that with all this extra activity and stuff you know that i've been doing this whole last three weeks of this phase is all about the pump and not really lifting heavy which is kind of a good thing because my calories aren't there anymore to be lifting heavy but fuck, man, that shit is wearing me the fuck out, guys. And not to mention the fucking hunger on top of that. Like, I'll eat, right? Like, I'm eating probably, like, under 2,000 calories now daily. Except for today. I had a fucking burger today because I needed it. Um, so, under 2,000 calories. But it's to the point where, like, I'm eating and I'm already thinking about my what I'm going to eat next or what I'm going to eat for like dessert after because my sweet tooth has just been ramping up since I'm so low calorie right now. Um, but yeah, guys, so sorry for not checking in like in between this whole thing. It, it got to the point where like, I, I just really, really, really want to focus that 
like I'm not training with anyone first off and I'm like really I'm being extra picky about my food I'm even like being picky about my time on social media I even deleted Instagram and and Twitter for like a couple days just to like really focus and like make sure I'm making the best use of my time both at work and at the gym it's just been like that amped up and it's been pretty crazy but I mean the results are showing but I have about how many days is it now hold on guys I'm like checking my phone like 13 days left of this cut technically because I wanted to have a photo shoot on the 6th of April. So I'm about a week, yeah, about two weeks, 13 days until I do that photo shoot. And so you're probably asking yourself, all right, you fucking ranted on or whatever. What's your plan for the next uh, two weeks? So I'm thinking that I had a little bit of a kind of like a refeed today. Like I had a small breakfast and I had like a big dinner uh and along with my workout i think that for the next 13 days i'm gonna really ramp down the calories and like boost my fasting and boost my cardio even more still remain consistent with the 16,000 daily steps that i have to complete if i'm following this program to the t um again fasting in the morning and just really making sure i hit my protein count and my water count uh, and I think that should really make the scale move from 173 down to what I want is 170. If I can get to 170, this shred would, will have been successful. And I'm pretty sure I can do it. But I really, really, really need to be extra careful with what I eat and, and pay attention to what bloats me and just remain consistent on, on the weigh-ins, you know. And um, I think I'll be able to do it because, again, it's only been one week of this new pump focus uh, phase of, of map split. And I think that it'll be good. So we'll see how it goes. But yeah, yeah, guys, it's, 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 been, it's been a rough out here, Chief. Um, with that, thank you guys for listening to me on that. Um, so the last time that I was on Instagram, like pretty fresh to see like, oh, I'm going to record another podcast episode. Like, I asked you guys to go ahead and shoot me some questions, right? So I'm just going to go ahead and go down the list with the few questions that I did have. And hopefully you find these entertaining or good information from what I talk about. I don't know. Thank you guys for still listening to me, honestly. All right. So first question here I have is thoughts on doing a split versus a full body training and your experience with it. So doing full body training so the best way i can probably describe both of these both of these is going from maps red or maps anabolic to maps split right based on me personally and working in an office setting i think that doing something like a like full body training is a lot more beneficial than doing a six day split which is what I'm doing right now, six days on, one day off. And reason being is because when you're doing full body training for two days a week, like you are in Maps Red, you just have a lot more time, a lot more free time, a lot more time to focus on other things instead of training. So I think that the full body training, it like gives you a lot more of that frequency that you need to hit each muscle group. 
um, even though you are getting that with a split, um, it's just, I feel like it's a, a lot more beneficial because you, you still get to like re- recover. Like you have a little bit more time to recover with a two day full body split or four day, whatever it might be. Um, however, doing a split for something like getting shredded for Coachella or if you're going to do a competition, I think is a lot better because you're you're constantly sending your body that signal to grow and you're sending it in different bursts and you are also getting that frequency which will lead to like muscle building and fat loss kind of at the same time so i think both type of workouts are like both types of training have their places depending on what your goals are but if i were to make like a, a general comment on full body versus split most people will benefit a lot more from a full body full body training full body training is probably like the best thing you can do the best bang for your buck and it will give you results should you do it alongside a proper diet and proper nutrition you know i think it i think a full body full body training is 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 golden and and to to give you guys a little bit more on like what type of training like this person is talking about is like full body being like you're gonna hit like bench or you're gonna hit like a bench or chest press uh, a deadlift and a squat like all in the same same like same day and like that'll that'll tell your body to grow like both of these will tell your body to grow but if you're doing full body again more bang for your buck um so i hope that kind of answers answers your questions or like that that's my thoughts on full body versus split right now split is treating me nicely though for this red it is really treating me nicely but i can't wait to go back to like maps red later on um but yeah so on that note someone sent me a question asking me my thoughts on the five by five workout plan now to be completely honest with you guys the five by five I, I knew what it was, but I didn't know that this is what it was called. So a five by five workout is five sets of five reps and no more than like a handful of compound movements like three times. So I guess most people um, know like the strong lifts five by five is like one of the most popular workouts. So each week you just perform the five compound exercises, which is the deadlift, squat, bench press, overhead press and barbell row. Um, I think that the five by five workout plan is good. Like it, it's going to give you the strength that you need. However, again, it kind of depends on what your goals are, right? So if your goals are to get better and stronger at those compound lifts, then by all means, five by five is, is the way to go. But if you're someone that's trying to look more like aesthetically pleasing or you're more into fitness for the aesthetics then that might not be the best thing for you you, it'll shape your body but it won't sculpt your body you know what i'm saying like i think that uh, like the strong lift five by five workout definitely has its place but you can only do it for so long before your body gets adapted to it or you know you can run the risk of injuring yourself because you're only doing five reps so you have to go pretty fucking heavy um so i mean while your body will respond to this i think that it's a it's a lot better to kind of peer out of that and like 
see what else is out there for you that you might enjoy and whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, whatever's going to make you consistent in the gym is probably the best thing for you. So like, for example, if you love training with kettlebells or you love just going to the gym for Zumba or you love going just for cycling and that's what's going to make you consistent, then just stay with that. If the five by five workout plan is, is what that is for you, then by all means, go for it. You have fun with it. It keeps you consistent. Fantastic. But relating the five by five workout plan to like, like the split that I'm doing right now, that would be only like four weeks of a phase basically. So I'd be doing that four weeks of build up strength. And then I'd be doing like hypertrophy and then what is now like the more volume and pump focus. And that's, what's going to, if you keep cycling that your body will react a lot more, I think, but it's not, it's not a bad plan. It's not a bad plan. And I mean, you're hitting the, the movements that mo- most people neglect, honestly, the compound movements, because a lot of people don't even know what the five by five workout plan is. So I don't think it's bad. So uh, that's my thoughts on that. And last question, guys, how do you stay motivated to work out after being drained at work? Um, I actually, a lot of people do ask me that, you know, I work a desk job. Um, it, I work, you know, eight to 5 PM, sometimes a little longer. Sometimes I, you know, a lot of the time I'll go in as early as possible, like seven, seven thirty. And for most people, it's like, that's, that's more than enough in a day of, of doing something, you know, and a lot of people do get drained after, you know, a, a day is full of work. But honestly, like, I think it, at this point in my life, the reason why I have so much energy or like need to go and work out afterwards is just that for the longest time while I was in college or even prior, I, I knew what it felt like to feel shitty. You know, I knew what it felt like to like, or like not even know that you were like a little bit on the chunkier side and you thought you were chill. Um, I don't know, like, how should I put this? Like once you realize how like much better you can feel and how much better you can become, it becomes kind of like an addiction, honestly, because at, at some point you're going to be like, wow, like I feel fucking great. You know why? If something feels good, like why would you stop doing doing it? You know what I mean? Especially something like like working out or hitting the gym, right? Like if it makes you feel good and it gives you like a sense of release after a long day of work, which is what it does for me, that's what keeps me motivated and keeps me wanting to go back into the gym to hit it hard because it's become my form of release. It's become, you know, my therapist, the place that I go to after a long day of work, after being stressed out or maybe something happened at work, that's where I go release any and all negative energy is the gym. And if there's anything that has remained consistent throughout the ups and downs in my life, it has been fitness and it has been the gym. And I think that's why I will probably never stop going. And while I'll never like back out of a workout because as cliche as it sounds or cheesy, whatever, like no, like no one has ever regretted a workout. You know, you don't go to the gym and immediately regret it unless you like you get hurt or anything. So I think it has a lot. Yeah, you know, it could be it could be like a deeper meaning, like oh, maybe like all the like the dopamine dopamine that gets released or whatever. But honestly, like if you, if you like, I I challenge you to like after a long day of work, just go to the gym, go to the gym, plan on it, 
before hitting the gym, you know, think about what you're going to do. Think about the music that you're going to listen to and really like zone out and get into like a flow state when you're in there. And I guarantee you that it'll once you find that flow, like you'll want to keep going back no matter how tired you might be or whatever at the end of your work day. Because realistically, another thing, too, is that because I go to the gym so consistently, I think I don't really run out of energy at the end of the day. I want to keep doing stuff. Even on the weekend when I don't have work, I want to keep moving and keep like doing stuff. I don't like sleeping in or anything like that because I don't know. I just, it's just like a, a lifestyle, I guess. But I mean, I do, obviously I am human and there's some days where I just truly don't want to go. Like I do have a very few days that I have that, but there are some days when, when you do have to take a step back and be like, you know what? you know, maybe the gym isn't the best idea today. I'm not in the right mindset to be in the gym today. So everyone has those days, you know, I have them. Um, there's, there's something I want to add on that, that I'm checking the, the notes in my, in my phone for, and it, it has to do with, um, it has to do with like the, your energy. Here it is. So something that I've, I've tried to like keep in mind what I well really I haven't to be honest, but something that you should kind of like survey before going to the gym or doing anything is like rate yourself on these three things, right? And I think I've mentioned them in the podcast before. Um, how are you physically today on a scale of one to ten, right? How are you intellectually on a scale of one to ten? How are you emotionally on a scale from one to ten? And if you're all tens, by all means, get after it, you know, get in there and kill it in the gym. If you're an eight and a seven physical and intellectual, and then emotionally you're at a two, you should maybe not hit the gym that day or like rework your workout to be not as difficult, right? So to make sure you don't hurt yourself or do anything stupid in the gym, stuff like that. Like if you can rate yourself on those three things, that might also help you. And then... Just don't be hard on yourself. You know, if you have had a long day at work, you don't have to go to the gym. You don't have to lift weights. Just go on a walk. You know, like I was telling my boys this whole split thing and getting my steps in, like going on that midday walk during lunch has been amazing because not only am I getting, you know, vitamin D from the sun, I get to like release, you know, and just zone out for a little bit, listen to a couple podcasts and music on this walk and, you know, just kind of like decompress, you know, decompressing is like so fucking huge. And I don't think we do it enough as, as people like meditating or whatever, whatever causes you to like release stress is like very crucial. And, and walks are, are definitely one of those things that help you relieve stress. And I mean, it's fun, honestly, you'd be, you'd be surprised what, what it could do for you. So I don't know, that's a little bit of a tangent on that question, but yeah. <laughs> um, so that pretty much wraps up exactly everything I had to say on this podcast. I'm going fucking through it right now. I hope that I can get to 170. I'll let you guys know. I mean, I'm battling with, you know, the, the scale and things not changing in the mirror, maybe because I'm fucking looking at myself every single day. But I have heard it from other people around me that I have been getting slimmer. So that's always a fucking plus. But don't fucking lie to me if you listen to this podcast and then you 
tell me I'm looking skinnier because I will know, motherfuckers, I will. Um, but as always, guys, I mean, thank you guys for listening. Uh, and hopefully the next podcast will be about how shredded I look or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, please share, rate, subscribe, all that bullshit. If you guys can, that'd be fantastic. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, please feel free to hit me up or text me, whatever. Love you guys. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you guys found this entertaining. Peace out.